0: everybody this is kimberly and this is katie and you're listening to a date with dateline this episode is called fire and ice, ice. written by george double r. R. martin no it's not george double r. merlin martin george oh. rr you can call him r R-R. george rr Merlin. no it's not it's written by andrea canning because she's back
1: that's exciting. Our queen
0: is back. We have eyes on our queen. Thank mm-hmm. God, she's good. She's great. She's here. Why is she bringing us a one-hour episode? Yeah, it is a one-hour episode. So so far we've gotten like twenty-four hours of Mank and Keith, two hours which Dennis, we love, and one of Andrea.
1: She's got something
0: big in the oven. Yeah,
1: something's cooking, and it's not a baby. A minute. No,
0: let's be clear. But S- something big
1: in the fryer.
0: Yeah. Maybe another Hallmark movie because she writes those. Oh, I wonder. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she's been busy. Or maybe there's a big episode coming out. I don't know. But we'll take however much we can get. It's true. Yeah. So this episode aired on October 28th, 2022, season 31, episode seven. We're in Canada, eh? Oi. We already know who the killer is that moose over there. That moose
1: by the Timmy Hortons. <laughs>
0: It's a cool as moose moose.
1: It always sounds like you're saying cool A-S-S moose every time, (laughs) every time.
0: That's a callback from our very first season, probably. Probably. No, probably. No. I think so. Okay, maybe. From a long time ago. It was a while. And I think we asked Keith about it at one point.
1: We did. We asked him in our interview. The one interview we've had with him. We definitely brought it up.
0: We've had two interviews with him. One was just a mini interview.
1: That does not count. We've had one recorded Zoom call interview. Yeah. The interview with a capital T.
0: Okay. Wait, did you say the interview with a capital T?
1: Yeah, the interview.
0: Wouldn't the I be, wouldn't it be like with a capital I? Sorry,
1: they're both capitalized. The T and the I.
0: Okay. So we are in Pickering, a suburb of Toronto, a house on Pebblestone Crescent. Everything Just is cute. All of those words are yeah. lovely. All of them. Except Toronto doesn't sound that lovely, but I think it's nice. It sounds it's, it's, adorable. It's a big when city.
1: I watch Canadian Drag Race, and when yeah. they say it, it sounds. It's almost like a flowy word, Toronto.
0: Oh, Toronto, Toronto. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. So one night in 2014, a neighbor calls 911 to say there was a house on fire, and. The people that lived in the house are the Knight family, Carmela, David, and their two sons. So police reach out to David. They find him. He was at hockey practice with the boys. Where was Carm? They Mm -hmm. find a body in the house. So they think it's Carm, but they don't know for sure. And a detective sits down with Dave in an interrogation room and says they found a body. And the cop is like, I'm not saying it's her. And he does this thing. He puts his hands up, very defensive. I'm not saying it's her. This is a wacky situation. I'm sorry, but who else would it be? A stranger that, a transient that found their way into your house and then died in a fire? And the cop, it just is very casual. He's Canadian casual. And he has one arm up on the sofa.
1: They're sitting on a sofa.
0: They're sitting on a sofa and he's laying back with one arm on the sofa and one leg propped up on the other leg like they're watching football. It's fine. I feel like it's it's just very casual.
1: Purposefully non-aggressive stance.
0: Yeah, maybe this whole thing is on purpose.
1: And they also are not giving him any news really at this point. They're just telling him... Sorry, I was a little confused about this whole thing. Are they pulling him into the police station before he's even been home? Does he know there's been a
0: fire? Or they- Yeah, they tell him there's been a fire.
1: So he hasn't been home and physically seen it yet. Correct. So they picked him up and his boys up and said, okay, we've been to the house. There's a body. Your house yeah. is burned. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. see,
0: this is a one hour episode, so we're not seeing all of the details. But Dave starts crying and he's saying, my boys, what am I going to do? And the cop is like, well, that's what I'm saying. We're just all going to take it one step at a time, you know. And he's doing Canadian speak, which is very calming to me. If I was in that situation, I would want a cop to speak Canadian to me.
1: It is, but it does seem like they're not impressing upon Dave, perhaps the seriousness of the situation. Dave's in there with like a coffee cup. He's literally just been to Timmy Hortons. And he just walks in. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on, eh? Like, you know, he does it. He has no idea what's happening. And the cop's casual manner, while it's not alarming,
0: should it be a little alarming? It should be a tiny bit more alarming. Oh, there is a body. There's a body. A woman has been found. So... They and should,
1: where's your wife, Dave? And
0: where's your wife?
1: <laughs> where's Carmela?
0: I know they don't want to jump to conclusions, but, but I would lay out the jump to conclusions, Matt, from Office Space and jump a tiny bit y- of a conclusion.
1: You might want to prep him for, we can't get a hold of your wife. A body was found in the house. Those These two
0: facts together.
1: Two might... Go together.
0: Yeah. So it's, but I, they, yeah, you're right. Their demeanor right. is very strange to me. But sadly, they finally are able to confirm that it was Carm through dental records because the body is burned. She was only 39. And, and Carm is short
1: for Carmella. By Carm the way, is short everybody. for Carmella.
0: And oddly, they discover a like a tourniquet around her arm with a needle in it. And Andrea is shocked that a suburban hockey mom would do drugs. And I was like, Katie needs to talk to Andrea.
1: I was actually shocked, too. I said, Carmella? Carmella? I said, surely not. I mean, there are secret heroin addicts all over. Yeah. And functional heroin addicts. You'd be surprised. But this smelled fishy right off the bat. Mm -hmm. because they, I mean, obviously we're getting interviews with her mother and her sister and other people Mm -hmm. who are like, no. But even before they they said no, I was like, no, this feels like someone did that on purpose. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what a weird thing to do. That's a big leap to make. It made me think whoever did that to her is actually the drug user. That's what I thought because I was like, that's weird that you would just sort of ass- assume that no one knew this secret life or not only is she doing drugs, but she's doing intravenous drugs. I really right. highly doubt it. That's a...
0: Were there other supplies, other paraphernalia?
1: Well, yeah. Was there anything... Also, were there any tracks? Because she's also... She's not being sneaky about using intravenously. She's right. Using Does she have marks on arm. her?
0: Yeah. That's- she's not between her toes.
1: Exactly. That's ridiculous. That's mm-hmm. really... It's a little far-fetched.
0: Yeah. So, everyone says it's not drugs. That's not who Carmella was. We meet one of the sons. We only meet one of the sons in this episode, and Dylan, he's now 17. Dylan is so cute. He,
1: he is, is not
0: a bow in any sense of he's the an word. He's an anti bow. Anti bow. He has a full on mullet. Yes, and I was watching with my parents, and my dad's like, <laughs> everyone in Canada has this, which I don't think is true. But I, I think like- that style is way coming back.
1: Oh yeah. Also, it's fun and guys should get to have fun with their hair.
0: Totally. It shows personality and yes. I ch- I really believe that. So if I ever said anything in older episodes, I'd change my mind. I really agree. Also, his hair is super glossy. Like it is. I should I wish we had an ad right now for pros because his hair is so thick and glossy.
1: It is. It's really not it's beautiful. He's just an adorable kid. He's got dimples. I mean, yeah. there's nothing not to like about Dylan.
0: Yeah. So Police confirm that Carm died of homicide. That's why we're on a dateline. It she died of blunt force trauma to the head and was strangled before the fire.
1: That's key. It's a horrible tragedy. The fire aspect just really makes everything heightened, but it's still really brutal. What happened? Yeah. Why are nice hockey moms getting killed? Exactly. This is a bad world.
0: So Andrea is learning all about this from two very nice Canadian detectives in a large cop room that has a giant wall that is a whiteboard. And then they have a huge projector screen that is like doing a PowerPoint presentation. Whenever they're talking about a suspect, that suspect's face comes up behind the table where Andrea is sitting with the detectives. It was very cool. Very Toronto different. has money. Yeah. Toronto has, they got the big budget. They got money. So husband Dave had a good job. He was a project manager, whatever that means. They had two <laughs> construction. nice homes.
1: Construction, they show construction B-roll the whole time.
0: I know, but project manager to me sounds like you work at an office and they're like, you're in charge of the Farley account. You're the oh. project manager of the Farley account.
1: Yeah, it really could be anything. You're right. But
0: he is in construction and... So they have two nice homes. one of them is in Florida so they're an international traveling family guest home in Florida. If Katie believes that a second fridge in the garage is the lap of luxury, mm-hmm. what is a second home in Florida? billionaire billion yeah
1: gazillionaire you have yeah. so much money
0: yeah Elon Musk.
1: Maybe not that. I don't know exactly what Elon Musk is up to lately.
0: I know. So the night of the fire, Dave was at the hockey game with the kids. And he's shown on video there. He never left. So it's not Dave. But he tells the police that he and Carm were going through an amiable separation. We've heard that before. He seemed genuinely upset, though, to the police. So they felt like he was genuinely crying. However, they are Canadian And they think the best of everyone. They're not jaded like us.
1: I really hate to say that, but I thought the same thing. (laughs) I was like, that guy is just going to believe him. He's like, no, I saw him. He was crying. (laughs) He had his hands up to his eyes. And I'm like, but did you see wetness? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Did you see tears, officer? He was
0: in his face and his eyes were closed. But was there moisture?
1: Yeah, we 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 need more detail on this. Sorry, are amiable and amicable literally the same word? Do they mean the exact same thing?
0: Echo, what is amiable? The adjective amiable is usually defined as having or showing pleasant, good natured personal qualities, affable. For more, ask me to give you more definitions for amiable. Yeah, I probably meant amicable. But amiable is also nice. It's the same word. Yeah. Why do we need
1: two words? They just both are positive. They
0: don't mean the same thing, but they're both positive adjectives. Okay. So. No one, also positive adjectives for Carm. No one can say a bad thing about Carm. Yeah. We meet her college friend who admits to Andrea that what bonded them as friends in college was that they liked to party together. And Andrea says, sounds familiar. What does that mean? What is that? I don't know what. To,
1: Maybe she had some party days in, I don't, where did Andrea go to state? Call it, in
0: Canada somewhere. Oh, probably. in Canada. Because she's Canadian, which we always forget. Sorry, Andrea and Keith are
1: both Canadian?
0: Correct, yes. But Andrea is married to a U.S. man, a U.S. like Navy man. So I feel like she's fully Americanized now. She probably is dual, proudly dual, like Keith. Yeah. But Hmm. what is that? Because I thought when she said Sounds Familiar, I was like, maybe she interviewed someone else who said the same thing about Carm, and that's why she was saying Sounds Familiar. But it made it sound like it was about her life.
1: I mean, they left it in, so it they doesn't make it any in. sense if they're not showing. Okay. So here's my other thought is that partying in college in Canada is maybe different than partying <laughs> at like USC.
0: Right. Does that Where make you're sense? you pouring vodka into your eyeballs, so it's absorbed faster <laughs> into your body. Correct. So Carm wanted a family. She met Dave at a club, and the next day he sent flowers, which Andrea points out is quite rare to meet a guy at a club. And then he sends you flowers. I would be suspicious.
1: I met a guy at a club and he showed up at my house dressed like a lobster. So <laughs> I would have taken flowers.
0: Join our Patreon for that story. <laughs> so it's a good one.
1: Is that going to sell it? Is that going to sell our I Patreon? I think so. To the lobster
0: story? Absolutely. Join Patreon for
1: the lobster story.
0: Yeah. yeah. So they had a big Italian wedding and she became a mom and then she became a hockey mom. And which makes you a real Canadian mom, I think. Yeah. Dylan says she would scream and shout at practice. And I loved that visual. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. So her talk screen is negative. So everyone Sorry, was, was right. right. She doesn't do drugs. Someone yeah. staged it to look like it was an overdose. Now, the home has a security system and it shows that someone was opening and closing doors after Dave and the kids left. And before Carm got home. So what we have here, folks, is either a ghost or a frogging situation. This might be our first frogging. We did have a frogging double date before we knew it was called frogging. Remind
1: people what frogging is.
0: If you don't know what frogging is, go back and listen to our last episode with Mank. Not the most recent, the one before that, where he told us what frogging is. There's also an ID show that's all about frogging. It's literally where someone is living in your walls. (laughs) Without you knowing about it. Oh, my God. And it's terrifying. They they come out at night and they move things around and they eat your food. And they put petals, like rose petals on the floor because they want to marry you because they're watching you. Oh, my gosh.
1: I just don't feel like Canada experiences a lot of frogging. Yeah. I just don't, don't. No, it's
0: very cold. People might just go on the walls for insulation.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: So, or a ghost. It could be a ghost. So, yeah. Carm's mom, Franca, who's lovely, she remembers this odd situation that Carm had had. One day, Carm was in the backyard, and a man popped his head over the fence like Wilson from Home Improvement. Like, Mm. howdy, neighbor. And he's asking for Dave, but in a weird way. And she's like, Dave is with the kids dirt biking because people in Canada are far more active than we are here. And Carm sees him leave in a black suv it was very strange so when dave gets home she tells him this dude was looking for you and it was weird and dave says oh no it's nothing but he turns on the alarm that night and he starts acting really jumpy so i'm thinking loan shark
1: i'm thinking gambling yeah okay gambling or, deaths, or i'm shark. thinking
0: some sort maple of- syrup scheme which was a patreon episode if you haven't joined our patreon yet
1: we're selling it real hard we're this selling month. it yeah Sorry, Kimberly uh, needs a van.
0: We're, we're, just, we're I need my van. Really so enter Carl's sister-in-law. We might need a family flowchart. Oh, no. Heather no, Knight. No, she's,
1: she's brief. Heather's brief.
0: Heather Knight is married to Dave's brother, Matt. Interestingly enough, my new sister-in-law is named Heather, and she is married to my brother, Matt. Coincidence?
1: You don't believe in him.
0: But maybe I do now because Mank yelled at me. He said, Kimberly.
1: He did yell at you.
0: He used that voice, Kimberly.
1: How come he can use that voice? And when I use that voice and try to convince you otherwise, it's...
0: You know he has some gravitas and you're not... It's the pocket square.
1: Okay, it's the pocket square. That makes sense. Well, I'm going to start dressing up for our little chats here. Then we'll see how that goes.
0: (laughs) But it is weird that there's a Heather and Matt involved in this story.
1: It is bizarre.
0: So when Heather hears that Carm has been murdered, she goes right away to talk to the police about her husband, Matt. And I was like, good girl, Heather. No loyalty for Matt.
1: Yeah, that's good. Right away.
0: Yeah. So Matt apparently had left for Canada right after the fire, like two days after, abruptly. Left from Canada. Sorry, left from Canada And he went to Florida, and it was so abrupt, and he took all of his stuff, and he left his keys, like, I'm not coming back. And I'm thinking, Heather is probably like, are you leaving me? Are we getting a divorce? Are we a long-distance couple now? What exactly is happening? Where are you going? It's really odd. They're married. And he's just like, I'm going to Florida, bye.
1: I feel like there was some shady stuff leading up to this where this was just like, okay, fine. Yeah. Heather's just like, all right, fine. fine. I'm sure you are. Bye. Yeah. I'm
0: sure they there must have had been a few been weeks happy. where
1: he didn't come home. It seems like there had been stuff going there on. There
0: must have been because otherwise that's so weird. Yeah. So he said to her before he left, I know everything and I could have stopped it. And he's in tears and he says, and I have to live with it for the rest of my life. And then he says, in 20 or 30 years, when we're meeting on a beach somewhere, I'll tell you everything, but I don't want to burden you now. Is he a fan of Shawshank? He's doing a Shawshank thing, right?
1: I would say that most men are a fan of Shawshank in some regards and Mm -hmm. have lived out the scenarios in certain Episode, like, you know, in the mirror, yeah. when yeah. you do speeches from movies in the mirror, mm-hmm. give my daughter the juice. The, those yes, things. I
0: do that all right. the time. Yes. So,
1: yeah, the speech at the end of Steel Magnolias, those yeah. sort of things. Yeah. The very dramatic I used to things. give the
0: speech where Donna Martin is pleading to be able to graduate after go. she got drunk at prom on yeah. 90210.
1: It's not always horribly sad. Sometimes it's just dramatic. Oh, that
0: was sad. She was crying.
1: I think that this, I and think so Shawshank I. might be the male yeah. Version of that. Uh, reach out to right. us, man. Yeah. Let us is, that, is that a
0: thing? Yeah. But if you're planning a huge Italian wedding to marry any member of the Knight family, either David or Matt, don't go overboard and spend too much money and too much stress because he's probably just going <laughs> to ditch you for 30 years and then want to renew your vows on a beach somewhere. And you have to plan a second wedding. And it's like way too much. Matt, Uh no. So Heather, make it easy on yourself with Zola for both weddings. Zola is a one-stop shop no matter what kind of wedding you want. If your style is rustic, Zola's got you. If your style is live, laugh, love, Zola has got you. Mm -hmm. Also, no matter your budget, Zola can help with venues, photographers, caterers, florists, invites, registry where you get the gifts. You can register for experiences like couples massage and trips. You can get that forty-five dollar potato peeler that you want because it's forty-five dollars. And that's literally the only reason you want it because you think it might be magical.
1: I don't know. I have I have an expensive potato peeler. What? <laughs> but it's the best potato peeler I've ever had and it's lasted me about 15 years.
0: Okay. There you go.
1: So yeah, sometimes the 45 so, peeler yeah, is worth it, it. And this is your chance to get it. It's
0: your wedding. Yeah. Get the peeler. I saw my own Matt and Heather falling apart from the stress of the wedding, and I should have opened my mouth and said, with Zola, you can send save the dates, invitations, you can get a wedding website for free where our cousin can go to get his questions answered the day of the wedding. Like, how do I get to the wedding instead of texting all of us while we were getting ready for the wedding?
1: There's always one.
0: There's always one. Sometimes there's two. There's no right way to get married, but there is only one place to start. Start planning the wedding you want at Zola.com slash date dateline. That's Z-O-L-A.com slash date dateline. Zola D, Zola Da,
1: wedding's fun. Zola get your wedding done.
0: It's so good. TM. Why aren't you a jingle writer?
1: No one's asked me. No one wants my goods. No one wants what I bring to the table. Very sad.
0: Katie, if you're reuniting with your husband after 30 years because he possibly committed a murder and he fled to another country and left you with like clues over the years like a scavenger hunt so you know where to finally meet him, you'd want your hair to look as good as possible when you meet. Because you have aged 30 years so your hair better be on point and that beachy wind is making it all frizzy. So, I'm thinking a headband situation. I'm thinking...
1: Yeah, a clip. uh, Uh At the very least, some barrettes. An excellent scrunchie. Mm -hmm. I know where to go. Mm -hmm. Kitsch. Look, when did beauty and love get so complicated? Mm -hmm. so much time way too much money for beauty products that just don't work for you and now it's that time of year when stuff tends to get a little extra busy on top of it and this is why kitsch was created to simplify self-care and beauty products and give you a major boost so that you can go on to your next thing after next thing and look beautiful doing it even if your next thing is meeting your ex-husband on a beach 30 years after he left you to move to Florida so he can tell you about a murder. (laughs) You got to look your best.
0: You know, one of those situations.
1: One of those. Kitsch offers game-changing, time-saving beauty essentials for hair, skin, and body. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. Not night. It's in this episode, actual Mm -hmm. nighttime. For the morning, you can check out Kitsch's quick dry hair towels. You seriously don't even know how great these are until you try them. You save time getting out of the shower to get out the door. It's amazing. Mm. And for noon, it's that time of day when you try to throw up your hair to get it out of your way. Don't forget, Kitsch has all these amazing classic hair ties and scrunchies that are really easy on your hair and so, so cute. I can't stand it. You have to check them out. And for nighttime, oh boy. Kitsch makes the most incredible satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks. Satin is vegan. That means it's cruelty-free. Not like silk, which is made from silkworms. And these are so great for your hair while you sleep and your skin as well.
0: I need that. That's what I need.
1: Listen up. Kitch is your one-stop shop for all your holiday gifting this year. For the family, for your best friends, and maybe even you, who might deserve a little something extra special this year. Yes, I do. We all do. Right now, Kitch is offering discounts site-wide, anywhere from 25% all the way to 60% off All month long in November, when you go to mykitch.com/slash/date, did you hear me correctly? Discounts up to sixty percent off of certain items at mykitch.com all month long in November. Mykitch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H. Dot com slash date.
0: I'm Plus, on right now.
1: Kitch is also having daily flash sales with unbelievable deals, so you need to check in like day after day, multiple times a day. Mm. It's worth it. Okay. One more time, MyKitch.com forward slash date for huge holiday discounts, everything you need for holiday gifting or to treat yourself. Because why shop elsewhere when you can get the whole kitchen caboodle at MyKitch.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Kitch.
0: Yes. I love it.
1: I know. I love a flash sale. I'm Thank really... I'm, I, so I, I for, I'm so We're heading into this time of year now. I forgot that it's back. And now it's... Yeah, I'm going to have to bookmark a bunch of sites. Can't wait. Thank Kitch. You. you're on the list.
0: So on the night of the fire, Matt... Remember, Matt is the brother-in-law, Dave's brother. Right. He rushed out of the house as soon as he heard about the fire. And Heather, his wife, thought he was going to see Dave... To console him to make sure he was okay but she learned that he actually went to see graham mcdonald listeners of our second podcast a date with the bake will call him digestive mcdonald that's a joke that about five people are gonna get but i want them all to go to our instagram account a date with the bake and tell us you got it and also subscribe to our second podcast A Day with the Bake, which is about Great British Bake Off. It's really fun. And Jake's there.
1: If you like, if you enjoy Jake, he's on that podcast.
0: It's so fun. So, Graham McDonald, who is he? He's now showing up on the projector screen behind Andrea and the two detectives. He, you know, he's very important to the case. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He has worked with Matt in Toronto and he also is friends with Dave. So, he's kind of a family friend. Dave had hired Graham to work on their house. So hmm. police go to find Matt in Florida. So they go international travels and they find where he fled to and he won't talk to them except to say Heather's a liar. So I guess they're not in a happy long-distance <laughs> relationship anymore. No. I think something went down there. I think they're and getting
1: a divorce. I think this I think is the end of the marriage. Yeah.
0: And he has no plans to come back to Canada A. Eh? He's sick of all the French people and the super handsome prime minister. He's like, I'm done, Trudeau. No He's more. Out. Hold on. Adieu. Adieu.
1: <laughs> Adieu, Trudeau. Hold on. Is there a very specific reason they're not telling us where he went in Florida? Florida is a big state. And different parts of Florida tell us different information. Mm. So I thought it was like
0: Pensacola or something. They didn't say that, though. They never said it?
1: I don't believe they said it. I was listening for it. But it makes a yeah. difference to me. Orlando there are different, yeah. is very different than Tampa.
0: It's not Orlando. Did
1: he go to the villages, which I right. just watched a documentary on, which I'm fascinated oh. by and you can't stop thinking about.
0: I don't know. Jacksonville? Key West. Fort Lauderdale, where I spent the worst spring break trip of my life. See, it tells
1: you something, doesn't it? Miami. Yeah,
0: it yeah Miami's hopping. These are very vastly cool. different
1: places. Okay, Yeah, they are. All right.
0: So that's an interesting question. We'll have to look it up. Mm -hmm. So Matt does have an alibi for the night of the fire. He was with Heather. And as much as Heather seems to hate him, she is sticking by that story that they were together. So it wasn't Matt or Dave. So they bring in Graham, the family friend, handyman guy. So the night of the fire, (laughs) he says he was visiting his grandma, but she wasn't home. So he left. And then he took the train out to Pickering and then walk to Moody's Motel. And I swear I thought the detective said Booty's Motel and I was like, I know what goes on in Booty's Motel. But Moody's Motel is me eating goldfish crackers and being very cranky.
1: I think the same thing that goes on at Booty Hotel goes on at Moody's Hotel. Did you get a look at Moody's Hotel?
0: Yeah, I did, but I, it's also called Moody's. And so I feel like people are too moody to have booty.
1: Yeah, so it's just a lot of door slamming.
0: Yeah, exactly. No booty for you.
1: Yeah, raised voices. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So they check grandma's surveillance footage at her apartment, and he's not on it. So he's a ghost or he's a frogger. And then they check the train footage. He's not on the train. Okay. So his whole story doesn't check out. Graham. He also did not think that there was surveillance footage everywhere.
1: This is, can you just tell, you need to tell part of the truth, Graham. You can't just make up everything. It doesn't work that way.
0: And then I flew to China for the night. It really is. And I ate an egg roll. And then I flew back. You can try to check, but you won't be able to verify.
1: Because I work for the CIA. I'm actually, I mean, they're just, these lies are just going to get bigger and bigger.
0: Yeah. So they bring in Graham again. And he explains that the reason his story didn't make sense is because his memory was really hazy because he was smoking crack and took a couple perks that day. <laughs> perks. It's
1: drugs. It is. Dr- it is definitely drugs at Moody's Hotel. Yeah. Because of course he is. Yeah. Graham, you don't hide it well. No. It's, this is not. This is an open secret.
0: Also, in the middle of the conversation, he gets so upset and starts almost crying. Like, (laughs) I want to leave. Where's my mom? And because crack makes you sensitive and it's whack.
1: I think it's more like it's called jonesing. And it's like, I have to get out of this room right now. Yeah. Because I can't stand it anymore and I have to go do my thing.
0: Also, you know, it's like a bad situation when you're being accused of a murder and you say your alibi is you were doing crack it's I didn't do that murder I was doing crack
1: it's not great it doesn't look good situation. for Graham
0: not that crack and murder are the same thing at all but you know but it I is
1: mean? like it is illegal so you are <laughs> yeah, copying to illegal. another yeah. illegal activity right. for which they could search you right then do you know what I'm saying there are yes. some issues that go along with that
0: yeah But Graham has revealed something that sends the investigation in a whole new direction. He mentioned that he was with David the day of the murder. And David had never mentioned this to the police. And so the police want to go back and look at David again. He has an alibi, but he's still acting super sus. First of all, he never attended the funeral. There were like 600 people because Carm was beloved and Naria, one of those 600 was David, her soon-to-be ex-husband, with the amicable, amiable divorce. Also, he did not let the sons go Boo. to the funeral. And Andrea is horrified.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's horrific. Horrific. What's wrong with you?
0: Carm's mom, Franca, knew that the divorce wasn't as amiable, amicable as... Dave had said it was. Mm -hmm. Dave was spreading rumors about Carm before she was murdered and after she was murdered, which is so gross. Rumors like she was a gambler, she had a boyfriend, she was doing drugs. He told all of the hockey parents. And I feel like the hockey parent scene is super gossipy, like the soccer moms, but they're cold, so they're maybe even more gossipy, I don't know. But all I know is the parents in, like, children's sports activities, super gossipy. But I wonder
1: if Canada is the kind of place, like in the U.S., where people sort of want to – not always, but sometimes. People want to believe the worst. They want to believe a story like that. Because if Dave came up and told me a story like that, I would think – I think you're talking about yourself and you're saying these things about your wife. Yeah. That you're a gambler, you do drugs, and you're sleeping around. Not her. She just doesn't – to be."
0: generalizing, but if I was a suburban hockey mom, mm-hmm. I would want all of the gossip. I don't necessarily believe you, but I still want to hear the stories.
1: But would you believe that about Carmela? No. Now we've only seen pictures and talked to her family, but just even based on that, I would be like, that's a bunch of malarkey.
0: Yeah. Although I do watch a lot of Dateline. And we know everyone has secrets. Drugs,
1: gambling and sleeping around the trifecta, as it were, mm-hmm. all three. No.
0: So it was kind of the other way around. Exactly what Katie said. Thou protest protest too much. But isn't that what
1: happens? Like when people have affairs, one person starts accusing the other person of cheating
0: all the time when they're actually Mm -hmm. the one cheating. Isn't that kind of what happens? Gaslighting. Uh Uh-huh. So Carm had suspected Dave of cheating. He would stay late at work and come home without his ring on. Red flag roundup. We need a sound effect. Oh um, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, why I started picking up. <laughs> no, what's that? We need oh, the cr- ding, the oh cr- cr- <laughs> no, not Cardi B sound. We need <laughs> a, the dinner bell. Ding 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 yeah, ding, yeah, ding, yeah. ding ding. Yeah ding. Where you ring that yeah. dinner bell?
0: Come uh, on I in. Think, I think True Crime supper Obsessed zone. does like a some sort of bell. We gotta do something. Do they different. have a bell
1: like that where it's supper zone?
0: No, I think it's more like a ding. I don't know.
1: What about a bong?
0: Yeah, maybe. I think it's a roundup. Since it's a roundup, it's like yeehaw, yeehaw roundup. Yeah, okay. Red flag roundup. <laughs>
1: Nailed it. We did it.
0: He would go on a ton more travel t- trips, like travel trips. i traveling trips redundant. You've
1: had many traveling trips. <laughs>
0: <laughs> His trips where he would travel <laughs> were for business purposes. This is all red flag. Yeehaw, red flag roundup. So she also found some weird receipts and got some strange phone calls. And they do not elaborate because this is a one-hour episode. But what were those calls? Were they like hang-ups? Was there a girl being like, I'm with your husband? What kind of calls were these? What calls were they? Did they tell us? No, that's what I'm saying. It's a one-hour. We don't get the details. What are the calls? Who called?
1: Maybe it was just a woman's voice being like, hi, is Dave there?
0: Yeah. And then he was like, oh, she's our new contractor. Oh. And also, what were the receipts for? I don't want to know. So Mm. then she found proof, though. She found a thumb drive in his car with naked photos of this girl. And Dave is with her. And in one of the photos... She was kissing him on the cheek, which is the tamest affair in the world. And I, if you have a feeling, it went further than that because she was naked. But that was the only proof was there was a kiss on the cheek. Still an affair. I think but she's
1: sitting on his lap.
0: Naked. Hugging him.
1: Naked, kissing him on the cheek.
0: Yeah. I don't need any of it. I don't want it to go more. I just felt like that was It does seem.
1: It did seem a little tame. But I think it's tame. just like, look, there's skin-to-skin contact. And she's not wearing clothing. So right. we're going to assume.
0: It's horrible. He's a total horrible husband. Yeah, it really is. So Dave admitted to Carm when she found these that he had a girlfriend near their second home in Florida. So he didn't just have a second fridge. He had a second house and he had a second woman. So they decided we're going to go to counseling, save our marriage. But then she finds out that he never broke up with the girl like he promised to. So she said, I'm done. He begged her to come back. She said no. So it was not a nice divorce. No, police try to speak with Dave again, but he lawyered up. Mark it on your bingo cards. So police go to talk to the girlfriend in Florida. Apparently, she met Dave in a bar, which is where he met Carm. That's no, his she, move. they met in a
1: club. Bar club? No, bars like in Florida could be. Do
0: you like pina colada? And club is.
1: <laughs> ns, 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 ns. And so she was attracted to his sweet dance moves.
0: I say I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. So she, he told her she he was divorced, and so she believed him. And he was living a full-on double life this whole time. Mark it off your bingo cards. Double life. Oh boy. He was going to set up a construction business in Florida, so he was really trying to set up like a whole nother life in Florida. But he ran out of money, and at this point, he wasn't helping Carm with the mortgage or the kids, so Carm filed for emergency custody of the boys. Hmm. And that hearing was supposed to be three days after the murder. Oh, no. Also, he had taken out two life insurance policies on her. Mark it off your bingo cards. For $800,000. And he needed that money now for this Florida deal to go through. He was on a mad time crunch. So... So wait a minute. So they
1: don't have any money, but they have a second home in Florida. So instead of selling the second home, he was just going to move to Florida with the boys? Did he think that he was going to take the... I see. Yeah. So He was
0: enrolling the boys in school in Florida.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. And they absolutely tell us where it is in Florida in the beginning. You're right. Because of the second home. I forgot. I think you might be right. It might be Pensacola.
0: I felt like it started with... I feel like it did too.
1: Pebble Beach? Pebble Beach. No, Pebble Brook Lane is where they lived. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, they detectives tap his phone and they learn he is planning this move to Florida ASAP. So, they seize his passport because remember, we're in Canada. I was like, why are they using his passport? Because I kept thinking we were in the United States for a while. No. So he is a tricky little sneakster. He goes to the government agency that does passports and says, I lost my passport in my gym bag because I work out. Eh? And he, they believe him and they issue him a new passport. So he had one passport taken away and then he was able to get another one. He now could slip through their fingers and it's a race against time and they're making it really dramatic and i was like doesn't the u.s extradite to canada i don't think it would be like the end of the line for this case and i googled it and the u.s does extradite to canada so i think it's just a pain it's just a pain it's a lot of red tape and paperwork right and money Mm -hmm. so he's flying in a private jet with the kids to florida like a baller okay and andrea meets with the pilot he got this strange call at 9 o'clock at night. Guy wants to fly to Florida. And he's like, okay, I'll try to make it happen. And he finds a plane that's going to Florida. And it's going to cost $15,000. 15000
1: 15000
0: Now, see, I at that point said, that's it? That's all it costs to fly a private plane to Florida? And my parents were like, what are you talking about that is so much money?
1: Did you think they meant 1500
0: no. Did you I, miss a zero? No, I'm just I'm picturing the Kardashians flying around and I was like, "Oh yeah, I could see that." Like you go to on a vacation and it costs $15,000 in your vacation. That's probably what you're spending on the vacation anyways, but they I feel like these really rich people can drop that much money.
1: Really to rich me, people do, but he's not really rich and also I would be
0: bankrupt. Yeah. The
1: 15,000, think about this. It's not for just him on a private plane. They found a plane already going to Florida. So you're hitching a ride with a pilot that's already flying down there. You're not chartering a jet, so to speak. So maybe
0: to charter, it costs like $150,000.
1: Yeah, maybe more like $40,000.
0: Yeah, he got a discount. So detectives decide to confiscate his passport because... It was gotten falsely because he lied to the passport agency and he wasn't supposed to have a passport. They don't have enough to get him for murder yet, but they can at least take his passport away. It's very sneaky, sis. Mm -hmm. Good plan. Mm -hmm. And it's all very exciting. So David shows up with his dog and his luggage. No mention of the children, but I'm assuming the children are with him. My first
1: question, where are the children? Why aren't they with him? The pilot's like,
0: he shows up with his dog and his luggage. The end. The children? Where are the kids? No idea. So wow. the plane is about to take off. And then the police show up like the Kool-Aid man. Like, oh, yeah. We're here to take your passport.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and the pilot is loving reiterating the story to Andrea. He flies private planes for a living. So you know exciting stuff happens to him all the time. But like this was the most exciting. And he loves telling Andrea this story.
1: I loved the pilot. I'm not going to lie. I had got a very good vibe from the pilot.
0: Yeah. So they let David go because, again, they don't have anything for the murder. But they at least take his passport so they know he can't go to Florida. Good. And I was like, hmm, tell that to our yoga mat friend from the biking episode of this season of Dateline.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: She just took her sister's passport. So they keep investigating. They find out the mystery man. No, but Matt's
1: that- already there. They can't ta- He can't take his brother's passport.
0: I'm just saying there could be someone else. They keep investigating. They find out that the mystery man that was Wilson from Home Improvement, like Howdy Neighbor, and creeped out Carm, was actually David's ex-business partner that is furious that David has stolen $200,000 from him because <gasps> they were supposed to start up a new construction business. Oh, my and God. And David screwed him over. David's just started construction businesses all over. Wow. And How- we were kind of right that it was a loan shark or gambling. Kind he of. was gambling with this he's took money from his business partner
1: but it feels like a lot of work to start a construction company it just feels like a lot of organization maybe it's not maybe you and i could start one
0: i don't know yeah i see what you're saying like usually people take money so they can just go live an easy life he's like i want to take money so i can start my own business and have a startup company yeah and be an entrepreneur Hire being people. an entrepreneur is the hardest
1: it is the hardest
0: good god you know so, this mystery man that was the ex business partner is clearly has a grudge against Dave, but they don't think he was trying to harm Carm at all. It was just about finding Dave. So, they set up a sting because they need to get to the bottom of this Graham, Matt, Dave situation. So, the plan is an undercover officer will befriend Graham, who's clearly the weakest link in this, by a mile. My, and I feel like he like really wants to be good friends with Matt and Dave. Like he thinks they're really cool, and they just kind of are using him to do jobs or for a drug connect. Yeah, so an undercover officer will befriend Graham and become bros, like play pool together, very much like David Marshburn. You, if you recall, yes, Marsha Marshburn's partner, and that's another way long callback. Graham told the undercover officer that the police are looking at me for a murder so this undercover officer befriends graham and graham instantly says you seem really cool and i want to be friends with you and play pool but you should know before you commit to a friendship with me that i am being looked at for a murder
1: stop smoking crack graham
0: why would you tell this new friend that
1: graham doesn't have a lot of control over what he's doing Okay. Graham's Graham's life feels out of control to me. I'm just going to say it.
0: So the undercover officer says, I know someone that can help you. His name is Uncle Dan. Oh, my God. And he's a fixer. Uncle Dan. Yes. We have a fixer named Uncle Dan. Is it Dan Aykroyd? Isn't Dan Aykroyd Canadian? (laughs) Is it like Uncle Buck, the movie with the giant pancake? Isn't John Candy also Canadian? John Candy, I think, is Canadian. And Dan Aykroyd, I think. And Dan Aykroyd, is perfect. Oh my gosh! So Uncle Dan, who is also an undercover officer, if that wasn't clear. He sits down with Andrea, but he is undercover, and so he is sitting in total darkness, so you can't see his face. And Andrea is lit like an angel. She is. It is. It's like it's
1: Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Beast. The Beast is in shadow.
0: Yeah. It was so dramatic. It was so bizarre. It's like she's talking to someone in witness protection. I thought it was so cool. I loved it.
1: Except there was one huge problem. And what is it?
0: He's using his real voice. Thank you. It was driving me bananas. Because I'm
1: like, why aren't you disguising his voice more? Or are they doing it and they're just doing it well?
0: Yeah, maybe he's disguising his voice. Like I'm talking like this. I'm wondering if
1: they pitched him up or down. In the, I'm wondering tell. if he asked for that. I couldn't tell either. I know that they can do it without making you sound like a robot. They, yeah. may, they can do it better now. I just, it made me very nervous. I was like, oh, It's Uncle not Dan. like
0: Dennis with the megaphone. Is this what it sounded like when they kidnapped you?
1: <laughs> I feel like Uncle Dan's smart, and I don't think he would yeah, let them Uncle do Dan it without. Because he would know that you're not just recognizable by what you look like. Also, Uncle Dan had a recognizable shape. So I'm also hoping that he had strategic padding. padding or clothing to disguise sort of certain... I don't know. I was concerned yeah. for his safety. I know. I don't know.
0: So Uncle Dan invites Graham ice fishing. And on the way to the ice, they're pulled over for a traffic stop. And the police run their names. And the police... Who are fake? They're not fake police, but they're like working on the case police. So they pulled them over on purpose. And the police are like, oh, Graham, huh? It says you ha- might have something to do with this murder case. And Graham is like super rattled that they mention this. So they go to the ice fishing. We're ice fishing now, guys. Never seen this before on Dateline. I loved it. I loved super it excited. so much. So there's snow for miles, and it's covering the ice. And then there's these tiny, yellow, adorable huts sitting on the ice, and they look like the tiny houses that I yeah. w- want to live in. Yeah, Super cute. You would just cover up the hole over the ice water and give me a composting toilet, and I'm set. Speaking of composting, Ooh. I am so glad that I discovered Lomi. Katie is rolling her eyes, but I thought of that joke today when I was driving and thinking about composting.
1: I am not rolling my eyes. I'm rubbing my forehead for an unrelated matter. That was an amazing (laughs) joke. You nailed it.
0: Composting is easy if you live in Georgia and can garden all year long. What are you supposed to do if you live in Canada, i.e. frozen tundra, 27 months out of the year? Do you put your composting bin with the worms on the ice? Those worms are going to freeze. You need to give them little baby gloves or something to put over their little worm bodies. Hmm. Just as complicated is composting in an apartment. Mm. Your neighbors are not going to love the smell and the flies coming from your composting bin on your balcony. Maybe not. That's a no-go. Introducing Lomi. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps to soil in under four hours. In the short time that I've been using Lomi, I have become obsessed. I was just at my parents' house, and I took all of their scraps, and I put them in a Tupperware bin. Like the whole week, I was collecting scrap. Don't eat that. I'm gonna t- Don't throw that away. And I put them in a Tupperware for my compost. You've never seen someone so giddy over a withered old cucumber. I love it. That is me. And then on the drive up, I stopped for fries, as you do when you're driving. Right. And halfway through the fries, I realized I was not enjoying them because they were soggy and not burning my fingers the way I like piping hot fries to do. I decided to break the clean plate club cycle that makes me not want to waste food and keep eating it by saying, I'm going to compost the rest of these fries. I don't think I've ever had leftover fries in my life.
1: I certainly have not
0: until today. I came home. I put the fries. I put the veggie scraps. I put a piece of leftover pizza in my Lomi, wow. and I turned it on. It is so quiet. It's like white noise in the background and there's no smell. Later on tonight, after we're done recording, I'm gonna have beautiful, nutrient rich soil that I can feed to my plants instead of overflowing my trash bag with smelly foods that will go to the landfill. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to lomi.com/date dateline and use the promo code date dateline to get fifty dollars off your Lomi. That's fifty dollars off when you head to L O. O M I dot com slash date dateline and use promo code date dateline at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. Give a gift someone will Lomi love because I'm Lomi in love.
1: Get on the Lomi mocha, mocha, mocha votive.
0: Loco, lomo Loco, Lomi, Loco. Do loco, the loamy locomotion Lomi locomotion for me. Motion. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do.
1: Choo-choo, everybody. Choo, choo. Climb aboard. Next stop,
0: compost. I'm soil glad I found Lomi. Me too. <laughs> she hates that joke.
1: <laughs> i just get It's great.
0: Thank you so much, Lomi. Thank you, Lomi. Katie, whether you're living in the desert or the tundra, you have different skin needs. Oh, yeah. You might have very chapped, red, ruddy cheeks that I find adorable mm-hmm. if you live in Canada.
1: Or it might just be winter time. Yeah. And with winter comes holiday season. And holiday season is upon us, folks. Mm. With that, it comes gift giving. I mean, lots of great food to then maybe compost. And, of course, dreaded holiday portraits. Look, if you are like me, you may have had years of skin trouble or even just a few really, really frustrating months, and you know the thing that you avoid most is photos. Mm. I have only recently allowed my mom, who is, by the way, constantly trying to document every moment big or small, to take my picture again. Much of this had to do with feeling so horribly embarrassed by my uncoverable cystic acne. Mm. While we can't control other aspects of the holidays, we can make sure that you feel confident and camera-ready for your photos. And that's why we're so excited to have Apostrophe as a sponsor of this podcast. Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin, whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, acne scarring, Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in and help you love the skin you're in in photos. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. All you have to do is fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history. Then you snap a few selfies in private of your own face, and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne. From hormonal acne to facial acne, even back, chest, and butt knee.
0: Don't you say I it. I did it. They treat, Don't look,
1: you say it. Kimberly, they treat breakouts from head to mistletoe. There you go. <laughs> From the beginning of my apostrophe journey to this day, it's been so nice to know that I've had access to an expert dermatology team and that my plan was tailored just for me. I use a combination of an oral and a topical medication and actually just recently submitted my latest check-in visit for a review. And the questions they ask always make me feel like me and my acne are in great hands. Submitting my visit is so convenient and it's so simple to navigate. It's always just really a relief to not need to schedule an appointment or sit in a dreaded waiting room. Mm -hmm. So look, if you're ready to shine in your holiday photos this year, then it's time for you to check out our incredible deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash date dateline when you use our code DATE. Dateline. That's a savings of $15 right off the bat. And this code is available only to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash date dateline and click get started. Then use our code date dateline at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, apostrophe, for putting a smile on my face in every photo this holiday season.
0: Thank you, apostrophe. Yay! Thank you apostrophe. Okay, so back to the fishing hut. Yeah. We're seeing Uncle Dan's feet with what I would call some sort of tactical boots, but maybe <laughs> that's what you just have to wear all the time in Canada.
1: They're those snow boots with the gh on the bottom. They go
0: They are, but they also have these like clamps on the side, like these giant buckle. I think I they th- have
1: the metal things attached underneath. So like, like crampons? Do you
0: know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I watch a lot of hiker videos. What's a clamp on? Cramp on. It's like snow tires for your shoes. They're called crampons? Yeah. So then Uncle Dan is sitting in the hut with like twelve balaclavas and masks on his face and goggles over his eyes. It's so
1: much clothing. It's, we get it. It's Dan. all the clothing.
0: You're undercover.
1: Dan, we really have no idea what you look like, but we might know what you sound like. So I'm still really worried, Dan.
0: He looks like the invisible man. (laughs) He does. Like he had to wrap up every part of his body so that you could see him. He does.
1: It looks like that.
0: Also, what's very interesting about this is he's clearly just talking to a producer or a cameraman. Andrea is not in the hut. And I'm so glad because she is so tiny I think she would just snap in half like I could make it out there I have a bit of extra padding but she couldn't do it I think
1: you're not giving her enough credit Andrea is made of tough stuff Andrea she I'm is, sure and could she's make Canadian it, she would make it in a heartbeat
0: she would just need lots of layers all of the layers
1: and that guy might have uncle Dan may have taken all the layers, all the layers. might <laughs> be the issue
0: yeah <laughs> so he's taping Graham in the fishing hut And Graham is worried because of the police stop that just happened. And he's like, I don't know. I'm going to go. I don't want to go down for this. I think I might be a scapegoat. And I'm thinking, I don't think you're the scapegoat, Graham. I think you done did it yourself. Yeah. So by the same token, by the same token, I don't know what that means. Forget I said that. Uncle Dan says, are you telling me you had nothing to do with it? And Graham says, I can't say I never had nothing to do with it. He didn't say that. Yes, he did. I paused
1: it. I can't say I never had nothing to do with it. I
0: can't say I never had nothing to do with it. How many
1: negatives is that? Three? Let's
0: break that down. Graham's grammar has fallen through the ice. <laughs> you know, this whole it's thing cracked. is so dramatic. You know the game of don't break the ice that gives yeah. you a heart attack as a child because it's so stressful? That's what this is because they're also sitting on ice.
1: Yeah. And he smokes crack. So the ice <laughs> he smokes crack.
0: So the detective is listening to this taping as it's happening. She's getting a live feed like in another hut or something. Mm -hmm. So she's like, oh, my God, get him to admit it. And so Uncle Dan says, so did you kill him? And Graham says, yes. So they have it. But they need more because they think he didn't do it just on his own. Graham is
1: also not just he's just not reliable.
0: No, that's true. So. So. And Uncle Dan doesn't want to push him too much right now on the ice. He's very chill. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) A week later, Uncle Dan invites Graham to his office, because it's warmer there, and says, I can fix this problem for you. I have a friend who's very conveniently dying of cancer. He doesn't have long to live. He will take the rap for you and confess to the murder.
1: It's just such a movie plot.
0: Yeah. Why would this person confess? Why would the police believe this stranger's confession that had no connection to Karm whatsoever?
1: This man who's in stage four terminal cancer (laughs) killed someone.
0: And burned down a house. And burned
1: down a house mere months before his last days. Yeah.
0: So the deal would be. He'll confess. Sorry, who's the dying man?
1: James? James.
0: James. Also, it, he doesn't seem like a James He name. doesn't. So, Why? We
1: need to give him a different name. It can't yeah. be James.
0: Yeah, well, he should be Great Uncle Thomas. Great something. Uncle Victor. Because we have Uncle Dan. Yeah. So you have to, he says, this will be the deal. You, he'll confess to the crime. You have to make sure his kids are okay. They're set up for the future. By setting up a $10,000 trust for each kid. In what universe is $10,000 enough to set up a child for life? And to somehow
1: the $10,000 is enough to co- to overcome the overwhelming emotional turmoil of thinking your father is a murderer. Is a
0: murderer when he wasn't. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. Okay. Not You're to Graham. You're your kids through that. Not to Graham. For $10,000. So James is... He's obviously another undercover guy. He doesn't have cancer. He is in a wheelchair with makeup to make him look very sick. I can't even believe. I thought this was <laughs> not going to
1: go this far.
0: It's- I was like, Graham's going to figure this out. And it's working. It's
1: just very intricate.
0: It's, it's- way too complicated. Right. It's incredibly complex. way too complicated.
1: It's you and me being investigators, coming up with this elaborate scheme. When
0: there's a way easier way sitting right over there.
1: But we're not going that way. We're We're not not going that way. So I do kind of love it.
0: We're going to fake a man's death and have him do a deathbed confession for a woman he's never met.
1: Uncle Dan sounds very much like something you and I would come up with, that yes. his name is Uncle. There's a part of this that I just, I love it. And I do I love, love it. how far they're going for Carmella. It's like, no, we're pulling out all the yes. stops, all and the steams, all the stings. Every stop,
0: yeah. they're like, he's not going to buy this. This is so complicated. It's never going to. And Graham's like, yeah, I believe this. <laughs> that makes sense. But it's the same thing.
1: It, maybe that's just Canada. And I'm not saying they're gullible. Maybe or they just...
0: just believe.
1: Maybe yeah. they're not as skeptical. It's the person goes into the passport and it's like, hey, I left my thing. My dog yeah. ate it. Whatever. Oh, I need I'll, a new I'll passport. get you another one. Oh, cow. sure. Just stand up to the board. We're going to take your picture. We're going to take a photo. Yeah, It's just people believe what you tell them.
0: Yeah, That must be That's lovely. That's what we think of Canada. Let us think that. Don't come at us with facts and figures. No, because it
1: seems nice. That we seems want like to a, believe. N- a nice place to live where people yes. just take you at your word. Yes. Yeah.
0: So they say... James is going to take the rap for this, but <laughs> Uncle James, but James is a wheelchair with the James, makeup with the FDR blanket. I can't like, stand what, it. Like I'm picturing they got like the Ben Nye kit that we had in theater the school. The old age.
1: Yeah. And, and they you do did. the old
0: age makeup and it doesn't, it looks good for on stage, like, but if you're way. right up close.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they did a good job. I don't know what's happening.
0: Thankfully, we don't get to see James, although not. We do get to see James. But see- from afar. From we see him from afar, afar with
1: his face fogged out, but yeah. we really needed to see what he looked like.
0: I want to see the makeup job. They said they got like a
1: team of people, specialty. I know that there are makeup artists. I was writing, it wasn't Max Factor, it was some other big makeup person that did makeup work for the CIA. Ooh, and they that's would put cool. people in disguise, and the disguise yeah. stuff is wild. So it really yeah. is top notch.
0: Well, in uh, Midnight Mass, that one, the mother.
1: You saw it.
0: Yeah. So I good, told you huh? I saw it. I yeah. Forgot. But that makeup was really good. The makeup was amazing. So,
1: also. Sorry, Christian Bale in Vice as yes. Dick Cheney. Yeah, unreal.
0: So James will take the rap, but he needs all the details if he's going to confess. He needs to know exactly what happened. So Graham tells him all the details. He said David hired me to kill Carmela. There we go. We knew it. Finally, finally. So. It was David's plan. He set the whole thing up. On the day of, he filled up gas cans for Graham to use in the fire. He let Graham into the house. And when Carmela came home, Graham attacked her. And he tried to make it look like an overdose. And then he lit the house on fire. I'm thinking David must have had home insurance, too. Because he probably wanted to collect for the fire. Yeah,
1: he needed all the money to start that construction company in Florida.
0: Yeah, so... He David promised Graham one hundred thousand dollars and a life in Florida, like ten thousand, a hundred thousand and a friend. I feel like Graham just really wants to be David's friend.
1: No, I think it's more that they just want to get out of the ice.
0: Yeah, it they feels really like hate very much.
1: Florida is the promised land of sunshine. Yeah, there's other stuff in Florida, folks, that happens. Yeah, it's not that's always not that good. Just beautiful.
0: So. They find footage of Dave filling up the gas cans, and Graham is in the car on the footage. So, that's some proof. Yeah. Graham says they bought burner phones. Yeah. Someone finally uses our twin pack burner phones suggestion. So... There's footage of Dave at the rink when he is do- at the hockey practice, and he takes a call on the burner phone, and the phone shows that it was to Graham, and this is right after the murder. Mm-hmm. So Dave hasn't paid Graham any money yet. So Uncle Dan says, well, you need to collect, and the detectives, because they want to set him up, and they want to get him to tape, they would want him to tape, put a wire to tape Dave, but they don't trust Graham to know that he's taping him. So they like give Graham some sort of object that is a recording device without telling Graham, because I think they think Graham will mess it up. No, hadn't Graham? Graham didn't know yet that Graham thinks that, well, I'm sure as Uncle Dan could say, we need this as backup. So just in case we need you to fill him. They, he wouldn't suspect that they were cops. Oh, no, I got the feeling
1: that Uncle D- Uncle Dan is playing this very close to the vest and is just suggesting you need to get paid and is putting the listening device on him, never mentioning that you need to get him to say certain things. I right. think it's just happening. I think he's just doing it to him and not telling him. What is the well, listening device?
0: What they need. Yeah. What is the listening device? Because it's propped up kind of on the table so you can see. What did he give? T- was it a fidget spinner? What did he give Graham? I
1: think he put something in his phone case.
0: Maybe, but it's propped up.
1: I thought that was fake footage. Was that actual footage? From yeah, the... I think
0: that was real footage. There are a lot of undercover officers also filming, so it could have been one of their footage. So they all they find out that this bar Frogs is where David hangs Frog. out. So Uncle Dan sends Graham in to confront him for the money. And Graham, so Graham pops up and Dave is like, what are you doing here? And Graham's like, B better have my money. But I also want to be friends with you, Dave. And take me to the warm climate. I love you, Dave. So I love you, Dave. And I need to feel the sand beneath my feet.
1: (laughs) To your pina coladas.
0: Graham tells Dave. I got this whole plan to take care of it. I have this Uncle Dan guy. He's not my real uncle. That's just what I call him. And I never have seen his face, but it's really fine. He's an invisible man.
1: This It feels like it's going to fall apart at any minute and somehow it, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
0: Also, I realized that Uncle Dan is not in invisible man gear when he is talking to... Graham, although maybe he is because he really doesn't want to show his appearance that much. And he says he has like a horrible skin condition and or is allergic to the sun. And that's why Graham's like, yeah, that checks out. And Graham would buy it. Yeah. He's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So Graham tells Dave, I met this guy, Uncle Dan, and he has this friend who's dying of cancer. Yay for me. And he's going to confess. And... It's, and I'm going to set his kids up. It's going to be great. And Dave, who I thought is smarter than that, believes this and is like, oh, cool, 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 cool plan.
1: Is it just because we're on the other side of it? Is it just because yeah, we're watching this happen? And if you were actually living this, maybe it sounds different.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that's pot I could see that.
1: It yeah. must. It's I, easy I to
0: armchair quarterback. Monday morning armchair, whatever they call it.
1: It, yeah. it it feels like a little bit much for us, but maybe when they're in it, it's just... And they also want so much to just get away with it. So right, maybe exactly. you're just willing to believe anything. Yeah, Sure, James yeah. is dying and he wants to yeah. take the rapture, let him go.
0: Also, Uncle Dan is a fixer, so he does this for a living. Where is his payment? What is he getting out of it to help Graham?
1: Maybe it's a godfather. I will come to you for a favor.
0: (laughs) Maybe. And they might buy that. I don't know. So Andrea says Dave buys it hook, line, and sinker. And I couldn't tell if that was the fishing, the ice fishing reference.
1: She does about three.
0: Oh, she does? In
1: this. But yes, hook, line, and sinker is one of them.
0: Yeah. There are two others
1: I'll tell you at the end.
0: Dave gives Graham five grand, (laughs) which is like 5% Of what he was promised. So why is he only paying five thousand now? And it's Graham. When is he going to get the rest of the money? Does he get to go to Florida, which was a part of the deal? We're not sure. But anyways, police oh, now have he wasn't going to Mike.
1: I mean, Dave wasn't going to pay a thing.
0: Yeah, Dave. This Dave was, was planning Dave is on stiffy, and that him.
1: makes me mad. He's doing it because he is a drug user, and he thinks he's going to just get away with it. That's mm-hmm. he's a bad man.
0: Yeah. But they have enough now to arrest him and arrest them all because there's been a money exchange now for the murder. So right. they arrest Dave, Graham, and Matt, Dave's brother. Why Matt? We never really get to find out. He had a part in it, but we get don't really know the details. He was something to do with the murder. Accessory to murder. But we don't know how.
1: No, they said accessory after the fact is what he's charged with. So does that mean he knew after and did nothing to...
0: No, but he's told his wife I could have stopped it with a phone call. I knew when, where, how, who. He said he knew everything.
1: This was my big question for you. What did Matt know?
0: It's a one-hour episode. One of our listeners is going to do the easiest Bing search and let us know. Keep going. I'm going to look it up. So we skip the trial because this is only an hour episode. And David and Graham both get life with maybe parole in 25 years. Matt gets a year behind bars for accessory to murder. But I guess it was accessory to after the fact of murder. Hmm. So Franca, Carm's mom, says she wants dave to suffer every single day in prison and i loved that i respect the families that say they forgive and they're not mad but i'm a petty betty and i am like yes mom vengeance so carm's son dylan says the the whole thing was horrible what his dad put him through he feels like he's in a bad dream And it's very sad. And you think it's going to be very sad. But then Andrea says, well, you're living with your mom's sister, Nancy, and her family. And he smiles so bright with his dimples. And he's like, yeah. And he's like a big brother to his little cousins. And he says they bring him so much joy. It's so cute.
1: It really warms the heart. It's the precious moment of the episode, for sure.
0: It is. We don't know where the other son is, but we hope that he is good. I think he's there, too.
1: I think he's just not on Dateline.
0: Maybe. So Carl's sister and mom have matching necklaces that say, love, Carm, in her handwriting. Like they took it from a note or something that she wrote, and they made it into a necklace, which is very cool. It's
1: very sweet.
0: Yeah. This episode was a good episode.
1: It was a really, really good episode. I did not find anything out about... Matt, except that I was wrong. He was—he pleaded guilty to acting as an accessory to the murder. So I'm wondering if he did something simple, like maybe help him get into the house. No, because no, Dave. Dave, Dave said he did. David that. David did that,
0: or Graham said Dave did that.
1: So I'm wondering if he was in some sort of the coordination. Also, was David the original friend of Graham, or was did Matt introduce? Graham to David.
0: I believe Matt was a friend first. They were coworkers, And then I think he introduced him to Dave and they kind of became friends. But Dave was using him as like a handyman around the house or a construction guy. Hmm. It could be just that he knew about the plan and didn't do anything to stop it. Does that get you something?
1: Yeah. Oh, here we go. Ajax man deported from Florida. Okay. I found an episode on him. A man has been charged in connection with a Pickering woman. Arrested in Florida. Still not saying where in Florida, but formerly of Ajax. Did he work for Ajax? Brands no, happy
0: being on table? He worked with? for something called Hot Sets. And it's not hot sex. It's Hot Sets. S-E-T-S? Which is some sort of construction company. Well, this says Matthew
1: Knight, formerly of Ajax, oh, okay. was arrested. Been charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Accessory after the fact.
0: Oh, so he was accessory after the fact, too.
1: This, again, does not say what he did exactly. It just says he was arrested. Boy. Okay. So everything's a bust here, folks. Yeah. We don't know. We're going to have to come up with our own thing. Yeah. Don't know.
0: Don't know. Let's go straight to B-roll. All
1: right. B-roll bonanza. Nancy, Carmela's sister, with a golden doodle. And what I'm thinking is might be a golden doodle.
0: Yeah. It's some kind of doodle. Very cute. And it's Very in cute. every one of her B-roll scenes because it she's is. like, my dog is super cute. She's in every B-roll. And that much respect to that kind of dog, Mom, because I am the same way.
1: Much respect also because those dogs are really sweet. And Dylan probably loves being around the house with that dog.
0: Oh, that's that's true.
1: You want him to come to a house with a good dog, with a good pet. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of
0: Dylan, we see him working on a motorcycle. Yeah. We see the police with that giant whiteboard that takes up like the whole room.
1: I didn't know it was a whiteboard because they have pictures posted on
0: it. But then they start drawing on it with marker.
1: I, yeah, I didn't know what was going on.
0: That Toronto bunny. Yeah. Cement. There is what felt like to be 25 seconds of cement B-roll. Someone is like slapping construction and tra- troweling. I don't know the words for cementing. Troweling? Do you that mean trolling? A- Online? Tr- Trolls? No. <laughs> <laughs> troweling. Like a trowel. With a trowel. Trowel's a uh,
1: flat spade thing.
0: That's what I, they were using, I think. Is that Maybe called I troweling? Maybe I used the right word after all.
1: I wonder if that's called troweling. When you use a trowel, is it called troweling? Questions for construction people. I just wrote construction because yeah. th- it was trucks.
0: But then the cement shot, the cement shot goes there on was. for so long while is talking. It does. It's cement. Yeah. Clouds in time lapse.
1: Yes. We also got amazing ice footage. They yeah. They showed actually quite a bit of B-roll of zooming drone shots of mm-hmm. the ice fishing huts, mm-hmm. which is really... Cool. It's mm-hmm. a cool sport to me. I don't know why. You sit in there with really, really hot drinks and a thermos. Yeah. And you sit there and wait. I think you catch amazing fish in places like that too. That's where you catch beautiful fish. I don't know. It's I have not no my, idea.
0: It's not my jam. But it's, it like looks relaxing, but not to fish. I would no. like to do other things, like paint or something. Do a jigsaw puzzle. So it can't move your hand. Yeah, you can't move your, your hands. Yeah, you your, your, so yeah cold. you're right. Uh the pilot is checking out the plane. Making sure everything's good.
1: He is. He's checking the fuel. He's down yeah. by the little gas cap. He's like mm-hmm.
0: knocking on things. Like he's good. I liked him a lot. Yeah.
1: Also, the friend Tara. We have her sitting out. This is Carmela's friend is staring out the window, watching trains. I thought that Aww, was an interesting callback to that. our Lomi locomotive. I love- <laughs> we're never gonna come up with something better.
0: I know. So. But I do love Lomi. So Franca. The mom, she's cooking at the end for the whole family, and she seems to be frying in a pan with some sort of meat, yeah. like a meatloaf or a steak, but then sure. she's like frying what I think was an artichoke, charring an artichoke? Yeah, maybe. Charred maybe. artichokes. Those are good. I thought you boiled them.
1: No. Or steamed them. You can, but you can also char them. I've had them both. I'm a fan of artichokes. I would like I like artichoke. that she's
0: using one pot because- it really saves on cleanup. One pot meals. Yeah. Anything else? No.
1: Let's move straight into Fashion Police and talk about Graham's booking photo. Wowza. Wowza. Did you see it? Drugs? I don't know what's ha- I think it's just an unfortunate shot, and not because he hasn't used apostrophe. It's an unfortunate shot because his eyes appear to be rolling back in his head. I think they just uh-huh. caught him mid-sneeze. I'm yeah. not sure what's <laughs> happening, but it's not great. And he's in this really bright floral bomber jacket. It's a look. Yeah. Graham's photo is very interesting. I wrote Dylan's awesome mullet. At one point, David Knight is in wraparound shades with a soul patch.
0: And in another photo, the sunglasses are perched on the back of his head, aka, i.e., Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri.
1: It doesn't surprise me that he's got, A, a second house in Florida, and yep. it wouldn't surprise me if he really likes Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. <laughs> and
0: I have nothing against Guy Fieri. No, Kim, I, don't, I don't care. from mm-hmm. People Are Wild, loves Guy Fieri. He does a lot of good things in the community.
1: I have a cousin who loves Guy Fieri. It's just a look. It's not even that they like him, it's that they're copying his jam. Right, They're, they're right. stealing his style, which is what David sort of felt. If you didn't tell me he was from Canada, I would not know he was from Canada.
0: Right. I would, I would think, think he, he was from Florida. Might
1: be from Florida. Yeah. He definitely assumed that that look. Andrea... At one point is in a very cute outfit. She's got a jean jacket with sleeves rolled up. I believe it's when she's at the plane. And she's got a jean jacket, sleeves rolled up, cute little like sort of pink sundress and sandals, heels. Do you know what I'm talking about? She's sassy.
0: She looks adorable. I thought she looked so cute. She looked like she would be the type of person boarding a private jet. But casual, like they do it all the time. So they're just wearing like a jean jacket and a cute dress. They're not wearing like a ball gown or something because it's not that big of a deal to them. But they're also respectful enough to not be wearing dirty sweats like the Kardashians.
1: Those dirty sweats are really expensive. I know. They're not normal dirty sweats. They're meant to look dirty. Um, I know. Also, it's called athleisure wear.
0: Athleisure wear. Carm's mom's hair is fabulous. She has it is. these streaks of silver. It's so yes. cool. It looks so it.
1: cool. It's what Mich- Michelle Vis- Visage is doing right now. She's got the white. Yeah. That skunk look is really cool. I really yeah. like it. I do. You dig know it. who
0: started that? Stacy. I do
1: know exactly what, not to, what wear. not to wear. Yep.
0: Yeah. Lester is wearing a pocket square, and then Josh bursts through the screen <laughs> and says, That's my thing, Lester. You do vests, remember? How You're the you. best guy, sir. And then slaps him with a glove. And slaps then slaps him across the face. I'm Josh Mother effing Mankiewicz.
1: Get your own thing, Holt. <laughs> so, the things that you missed the two puns, the play on yep. words. Andrea said, Will Graham take the bait? Mm, mm-hmm. About when he was supposed to go into the ice fishing. That's good. Immediately followed by Lester trying to steal her thunder by saying, Can Uncle Dan
0: reel in a killer? Oh, my God! What's going on? Let Andrea do her thing. Lester, stop it. You're stepping on everyone's toes in this episode. What is he doing? You have your own brand, and it's great. You interview Barack Obama and such, and you wear vests, and you look amazing with glasses. That is your thing. Stick to your own thing, Lester. We love you for it. You don't need another thing. You are enough. You are. Much like Dennis.
1: Yeah. But that's Dennis's thing. So don't take that thing so now, So don't Lester. take that oh, thing. Oh my gosh. What okay. are you doing, Lester? Do you think that people ever sent him a funny card that said, hold on for one more day? <laughs> like the Wilson Phillips, but it says halt instead of hold.
0: I don't know, but I hope so.
1: Did you have anything else before titles? No. All right. This is it. This is going to be disappointing. <laughs> Do you have anything good?
0: These boots are made for walking across the ice.
1: There we go. You're not wrong.
0: Okay. What about cementing the case? Oh, that's great. Good job. If It uh, only works if you notice the B-roll of the cement.
1: Well, you brought it up really well, so I, I will leave it in the <laughs> whole thing about it. People will know.
0: I got nothing else.
1: Okay. I don't really have anything either. I wrote a lot of words down here that never... I got fire and ice, night and day.
0: Hmm. It's
1: not good. I know.
0: Not a knight in shining armor.
1: No, I didn't. Oh, well, that's not bad. Night and a night. night
0: in shining liar.
1: Okay, night in shining liar. It's not bad. I don't know why I'm writing it down. Okay, fishing for the truth. Yeah, night fishing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a thing. I think night swimming is a thing, but not. No, night, night fishing. fishing
0: is a thing that we talked about in water shoes moment episode. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There we he go. He was going. We thought he might be going night fishing. So night fishing. I wrote Night
1: Shifty because he's shifty. I tell you, they were bad. And yeah. so the only good one I had was Carm drives a big bus and she's got everybody's address.
0: Yes. So good.
1: If you remember our favorite quote, which was Karma drives a big bus and she's got everybody's address, it yep. works for this. Yeah. Because Carm seemed also just the fact that she was Carm for sure. Yeah, I love I that. just like her and I'm. Yeah. I'm so glad they went to all these lengths. It made it worth it, you know, because they were fighting for truth and good and calm. They were, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Also, they really did all the things. The Mounties don't mess around. These aren't the Mounties. but They They were
0: like, wiretap, we're going to go farther. We're creating a man named Uncle Dan and we're giving a man cancer. Full backstories. Yeah.
1: I'm sure they had binders where they had to learn about Mm -hmm. their characters. And then they all went... When they said when Graham went into Frogs to meet with David, they were they said they were undercover cops all over the place in there. Yeah. Just acting as patrons. They just had people on the When you compare
0: them to the no Alaska police, it's real sad. Toronto's got money. That's true. It was a much bigger town. Yay, that was great. That was great.
1: Join us on Patreon, which we've plugged a lot, so I feel foolish plugging it again.
0: And Supercast, which is just as great and important. And su- join us on Supercast.
1: we plugged Patreon already. Join us yeah. on Supercast.
0: Join either one. We have no preference.
1: And then also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Kimberly's very funny.
0: Thank you. Join uh, and us. Why not? Follow us on our second podcast, "A Day with the Bake," which is about Great British Bake Off, and we have an Instagram, "A Day with the Bake," which has
1: also been very fun this season.
0: Very fun.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: Oh, bye. Oh, okay. Get your Tim Hortons and chase down that moose. Yeah, get that moose out of and your backyard. Get that maple syrup and hockey and Winnipeg. <laughs> I'm just saying words. That I know, Quebec. You
1: do do that accent very, very well.
0: Au revoir! (laughs) I watch a lot of Canadian YouTubers. We love Canada. We want to come. Thank you. We love Canada. Bye, everybody. Bye. A kid on this reality show I watch, Seven Little Johnstons, he got a perm. A perm. But it's like shaved part of it and then yeah. the front part is permed all those looks are coming back I'm makes for me feel old.
1: basically every look except for looks that were part of NSYNC's hairstyle
0: that's yeah
1: I'm not really a fan of any of those hairdos but yeah. well the I, perm
0: is kind of just in an anything that makes your hair look noodles.
1: like hollow oats.
0: yeah okay that's what it looks like those yeah. are
1: full spirals
0: yeah spirals
1: I really hope that Uncle Dan is a very tiny person under all of these clothes. What if
0: he's actually a very tiny person and it's two people, one standing on top of the other what person's if shoulders? He's, what
1: if he's like Leslie Jordan, by the way, rest in peace, uh, rest Leslie in peace. Jordan, oh, my, my God, God but what if he is just that, that small underneath just layer upon layer and he actually has a fake shoulders and head on top of himself?
0: Amazing. Yeah,
1: we don't know. I mean that would this be is... the best
0: disguise for Halloween ever. Could be. Sorry, you feel like people board private jets in a ball gown? No, I meant just something fancy. Would you wear a ball gown if you're going to no, chat? Maybe.
1: Would you have like would you ask the What Would you call would you text me and be like yeah,
0: what's appropriate? To Should say? I
1: wear a gown? Because no, I might I say yes. think you want to dress
0: like Andrea, I think you want to look like it's not, you don't want to be so no cocky like, oh, I do this every day. Yeah. You want to show a little respect. You know that you have privilege that you're flying a jet, but you also don't want to act like you're giddy with excitement over flying in the private jet. So there's a middle ground, which oh, is like the is. cute little outfit that Andrea has nailed.
1: We should mark that under difficult to dress for. Yeah, First time on a private it. jet.
0: Yeah, she nailed it.
1: And I um, guarantee I, you, I don't have anything that's appropriate. I yeah, just don't, I don't either. Cat sweatshirt. No. Name is